one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Uh welcome to the Runners World podcast with me Rick Pearson, and me Ben Hobson. And me, Jane McGuire. Oh, <laughs> what, you left, what you left? <laughs> she just, left, but just, she's back. <laughs> we're just giving the people what they want, Rick. Just giving I the know. people what they want. One hundred percent. There was like a there was like a like a helpline set up when when you announced <laughs> you, you were leaving. It's like when Take That broke up, which really I was, was devastated about. Obviously, some of the comments were a little bit cutting towards you and I, Rick. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But you was know, it, someone said um, without Jane, it's just um, two thirty something males talking about their running. Or we've, we've got enough of that. Which yeah. is fair. That's harsh, it's isn't it? Harsh, true, harsh, but harsh, harsh, but fair. A harsh but true pill to swallow, guys. So come back <laughs> so, to help you out for a bit. Oh, thank Would you goodness. like to? What, what, what has um, what has drawn you back, Jane? Would you like to like to tell us what what, what kind of um, lured you back onto the podcast? Well, just the the great chat, um, the fun times, the interesting people, um, and the fact that I had a few comments. I did a did a sixteen mile run yesterday. I'm pretty proud of. And people are like, oh, I thought you didn't have to do that anymore. Now you've left Runner's World. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. I, I, this wasn't just a big character I'd created for my job. <laughs> so just want to prove that. the haters wrong. Such, such commitment to the role that you decided to drag yourself around. Just ran three distances. marathons just because I wanted to, wanted to get paid at the end of the month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, but you are in training now, Jane, aren't you? You've got... Um... What you got? Two marathons coming up. I've got two. Well, TBC. I've, I've got. I've got two, and I think I'll. I'll either pick one or run both, or both. Both. Run both, neither. Both. 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 both, both no, not, both, ne- not, not neither. Run neither. That's not, neither. not. That's not an option. But, yet. Yeah, on. we were. We were briefly chatting before, which the listeners won't have heard. Where I. I've said. I think my. My plan is to. To run London, as well as I possibly can. And then to run walk Chicago, which is seven days later, seven days and a long haul flight later. Hey, look what Craig David achieved in seven days. I know he is my <laughs> right? inspiration. So, so. In, in fairness, a marathon doesn't feature on that song. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, from Wednesday, from Wednesday onwards, he was pretty busy. <laughs> I don't know if it's a, a mad plan or a great one. Mm. I think that Let's I know. think it's a great I mean, podcast. Two, two great cities. <laughs> Chicago's meant to be amazing, so there's always that. Yeah, I think it's you do. And it. I think my one of my favourite races ever was the Brooklyn Half, which was a week, two weeks after London Marathon, and I ran walked that, and it was favourite race I've ever done. Oh. You've taken so much more. Marathon is twice as far, double the fun. Double the fun. There you go. Fair play. How's your knee, Rick? <laughs> 
It's a. Uh, it's not. Um, it's not healing very quickly. It's. I, it's not. I'm not in kind of um, constant pain with it. But yeah, I think it. I'm having to just re kind of reassess how how long this is going to take. So I don't, I don't think I'm going to be back running properly until like October, probably. Nice. Um. So it's not like in the grand scheme of things, it's not that long. Um. But yeah, it's certainly longest I'll have I've had off from. From running, I've had an MRI. Uh, haven't got the results back yet. Um, but I mean, to be honest, I can do a lot of other things. So I can I can walk as, as far as far as I want, really. So went for a long walk on Saturday. Probably walks about eight miles, which obviously doesn't seem long in long run terms, but actually it's kind of equivalent in time. So you're kind of out for like two hours, or whatever. Um, and you walked eight miles in two hours. Yeah, it was kind of yeah. I was trying to walk quickly. That's a quick walk. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm, I think. Um, from a health perspective, there's quite a profound difference between quick and slow walking. Yeah. Not only because okay. it's more aerobic, but actually the load you put through your body walking quickly is quite a lot higher than, than what you'd go uh, if you're just strolling. So, uh, yeah, so I, I kind of, I went with a mate, but that's, it was kind of a That's a power walk, walk right? Yeah, I'm that's power a, walking. I'm power stride. walking around South London with a bag as well, with a, with a heavy bag. Why don't you get some ankle weights and some hand <laughs> oh weights? Oh, my goodness, yeah. And, some, and a sweatband. Nah, poles. Oh. poles. Straight to the poles. Just straight on with some walking poles, just it's only about about, charging around. What about swimming? Can you swim? Can swim. Yeah, I've been getting in Beckenham Place Park Pond, which is like just a, like a little lake uh, now and again. Oh, just just wild swimming. Just some wild swimming. Um, okay. So yeah, and I've got I've got my bike back, which I haven't been on for a couple of years. So there's lots of there's no excuse really for not doing aerobic exercise. It's just I just it's just going to be different to. Um, the the what the you know the web exercise that I really love, but that's for a little bit of time. Sometimes okay. it makes you love it more, right? Hundred percent, hundred percent, and maybe it makes. I think I've maybe have reassessed a little bit of my running. I feel like it's probably something I feel like I've been kind of training, like in some ways, for like almost ten years, and not always with mm. an end goal in sight. Like not always yeah. like training for a marathon. It's like I kind of feel like I have to, on some level, run a certain amount a week because I think it's sort of tied up in my identity as as a runner mm. and um i'm not sure actually that that's always been the right approach and, and i haven't missed running as much as i thought i would and i think that's possibly telling in some ways that maybe i was just sort of flogging myself a, a bit dumb yeah well it's good to have a break then mate well but how about yourself benjamin what have you been doing running wise just just going out and doing some running i just enjoying it still just plodding away no races that's it. Well, today we're talking about CBD, this the kind of very uh, in vogue product that promises many things. And um, Kate Carter, who've had on podcast a few times before, um, she's written a piece for it for Runners World magazine coming out in a month or so, and it's really interesting. And we thought we'd get her on the, uh, the show to just tell us a little bit more about what she discovered. So I think we should we should get her on. Yeah, let's do it. It promises to enhance our sleep, ease our aches and boost our recovery. But is CBD really a miracle molecule for runners? Writer and runner Kate Carter investigated this for Runner's World. And here she is. Tell us what she discovered. Kate, welcome to the Runner's World podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. (laughs) So I think CBD is very in vogue, but it's actually not new, is it? These kind of cannabis derived medicines have been around for, for ages. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, almost millennia, basically. If you look back right. at history, there's there's sort of the, since we first have written records of anything, um, people have been using marijuana in some form or other um, for aches and pains and and so on. There's like Egyptian cult evidence um, uh, all through the kind of uh, ancient Middle Eastern civilizations. I mean, it's just that yeah, it's been around for absolutely ages. I mean, much like any sort of like traditional medicine it's just that unfortunately it sort of got thrown in with the illegal stuff didn't it so I mean that's kind of (laughs) (laughs) yeah well I suppose they were also so I mean that was marijuana rather than a bit of marijuana which is obviously what CBD is so I guess that's what's new is that we are now able to kind of take take it apart Mm. and use only bits of it um and yeah so cbd is just one of you know a lot of different things that make up marijuana some of which is definitely not that great (laughs) is it legal and will it get you high is it addictive so cbd is legal and has been legal for um sort of in this in this country as a kind of um it's actually kind of technically a food additive i think rather than a, a medicine and it's been legal for a while um, it is not addictive. You cannot get addicted to CBD um, and you cannot get a high out of it. Um, so if anyone says, oh, yeah, I, I, I took CBD and I felt amazing. It's like, yeah, that was not that. That, <laughs> that was something else. Yeah. Something that else. was maybe what the other stuff you've been taking. Um, yeah. So it's um, so CBD is a cannabinoid and uh, marijuana has hundreds of different cannabinoids in it. We're still apparently discovering them all the time. It's it's incredibly kind of new science almost. Um, the one that uh, that kind of has the, that, that gives you the high, that has the kind of psychoactive effect is THC. So that that you can, um, you know, you become addicted to, you can, uh, it can have, you know, sort of worse side effects. So, that, so that's the bit that's completely sort of separate and that you do not want to, um, have any kind of cross contamination <laughs> with basically, but CBD is is very very safe. Um, the like the World Health Organization and stuff have said yeah it's 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 an extremely safe thing to take. So um, and just as as a safety thing, I, I wouldn't have any issues with it whatsoever. Right. And what does it actually do then? So I mean, because it claims to solve most things, but I mean, how does how, how does <laughs> yeah? I mean, yeah. Uh, well, peace. Absolutely. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's if, it, if someone had claimed that. If we all took more of it, maybe it would. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, basic, <laughs> basically, it's really tricky to answer that because um, the science, even though it's obviously been around for quite a long time, and I think CBD itself has been kind of isolated for quite a few decades now, um, we haven't. The science hasn't really done a huge amount on it uh, because, I mean you think it's only legal in this country now as a sort of ad, uh, thing that you could buy in mm. Boots the Chemist or whatever for a few years. And the same problems that you or I might have wanted to get it before that, even though it turns out to be safe, uh, uh, you know, happened to scientists as well. So they haven't really been able to access a good supply of it, a good pure supply of it to test things on. Um, it's still the case, actually. And um, I, I, when I was writing the article, I, I had a long conversation with a, a great uh, researcher in Australia who specialises in it. And it's still actually, it's not legal yet in Australia. Right. So she's still, like her research unit, obviously they can get I guess get hold of it but it's a lot more complicated mm. when it's not kind of you can't just pop into the shops and get a supply <laughs> of it um so we're still like learning a huge amount about it and a lot and most of the experiments so far the the tests and so on have been on um well mice basically mice and rats are um there's a lot of 
very happy voice. <laughs> very relaxed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, very relaxed yeah. voice. I am not condoning animal testing. I'm a vegetarian, so I just like yeah. to put that out there. I don't. Yeah, important. <laughs> don't, don't, don't write yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but that's what we kind of know about it. It's mostly from from rat and mice models. So And obviously all the things that it does in, in mice and rats may not happen in mm. humans. Mm. But there are some amazing kind of, it is genuinely fascinating and interesting what they have discovered in some of these experiments about what it can do. Um, it's just that it's really early to say anything definitive when it comes to humans. It's only sort of like pick up on the fact that certainly I'd say a lot of amateur sports people have been now consuming it at a rate of knots because it's, you know, promises so much. Mm. Has there been any follow up on that? Is there sort of like findings that it's actually from clinical trials of people who've been using it a lot? Not specifically. So the the researcher I mentioned in Australia, she's actually, she just wrote, wrote a big, I came across her because she wrote a big review about um, all the evidence we know so far about its use in sports specifically. Um, so she then sort of, it, they broke that down into kind of different areas of sports. So obviously you're looking at kind of muscle recovery or regeneration. You're looking at enhancing, improving sleep, which is obviously important for everybody, but perhaps more even for elite athletes and so on. Um, and you're looking at kind of stress and performance, anxiety and things like that. So they sort of, she broke it down into all those areas and, and then what we know in, in each of those areas. And I think the only area in which there's real kind of um, promising human data so far from like a, from, and I don't think it's from athletes, it's just from general humans, um, is in the kind of area of anxiety and anxiety um, disorders and so on. And there seems to be, it seems to be really promising there in, in the sort of treatment of those. So a lot of the stuff that's then said about it is that one of the kind of most common things that people take it for is for sleep, to, to try and improve the quality of their sleep. Um, if it works then it may be because it does seem to have a good um, efficacy when it comes to anxiety and anxiety issues. So if your sleep disorder or your, your difficulties with sleep are because of anxiety, then yes, it could, potentially it could help. But if your difficulties in sleep are just because, you know, uh, well, just insomnia or other issues or you are on a screen too late or you're stressed or whatever, then there's not much evidence so far really either way, but certainly that it can help. You can take this stuff, Kate, in, in loads of different ways, right? Mm. So there's tablets, teas. I think there's a vaping pen now. Yeah. Um, and there are lotions. From looking into it, how do you think runners might best use um, CBD products? Well, again, it's, uh, unfortunately, there's another there's another kind of everything when it comes to CBD is we need to know more. We need to experiment more. We need to, um, But one of the things I was very sceptical at first about um, the fact that you can get it. You can get it in everything. Obviously, as you say, you can get it in oil drops, in uh, tablets or capsules, whatever, uh, in ice cream. Uh, you <laughs> right, can get it yeah. in toothpaste. You can get it. And the thing that made me really like, it just felt really unlikely was the kind of the, like the, the muscle yeah. rubs and things like that. Mm. I was like, I mean, how much of the, there's, there's this much of the balm in a pot in that whole pot. There is usually on the label, it'll say, I don't know, like a thousand milligrams mm. or whatever mm. of CBD. That's what, what, that's what's in the entire pot. So if you're taking one scoop and rubbing it on the leg, how much CBD can possibly then be getting into your system? Yeah. Mm. Um, so I, I was like, is anything getting in? And it turns, I mean, I think there is there is possibly some evidence that it, it, it isn't one of these things that you have to necessarily kind of ingest for and all that it could go directly into muscles and yeah. so on and something. You know. But again, we don't really know. So I think the kind of hierarchy is that the 
Uh, I spoke to someone else who said, he said, well, the, the most um, efficient way to get it into your body that, uh, would be vaping, basically. But, right. you know, yeah. we don't really want to no. encourage people to, to do that. So um, so after that, the hierarchy would probably be the, the yeah. drops um, because you put them under your tongue. And that's like the, they call it sub, sublingually. So that kind of more directly goes into your bloodstream or whatever the system is. After that, it would be the kind of capsules. And then after that, it would be kind of any other form of, of balm or you know, so on. Although the, the ice cream thing, I was I, my eyebrows shot up with that. And I was like, oh, come on. But the, the Australian researcher did um, she did point out that one of the ways it's supposed to, to help absorption of CBD is if you take it with something that's high fat. Mm. So she was like, if it's really creamy ice cream, yeah. maybe oh, that's right, good. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, my yeah. excuse to eat more ice cream. <laughs> I've always been incredibly cynical about any balm that contains something because of the way that the skin behaves yeah. and that you can't absorb yeah. anything really. To like your skin, a, a muscle rub is great because it helps blood flow. That's always been how a muscle rub yeah. works. So yeah, the CBD stuff like that. But um, I do use the, the, the drops under the tongue, and I, you know, oh, I didn't realize you were you were a user. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm abs- I'm a drug person. <laughs> Um, well, what do you think? What, what's been your own experience of it? I, I think it's, uh, and we'll get into sort of like brands and and sort of ratings and volume of dose and all those sorts of things. But um, some I found in, like actually genuinely effective in terms of uh, relaxing uh, and not sort of like a cure all of anything really, but just kind of like a nice addition to the things that might help you. And then some of it's just being completely mm. just like mm. I could have done without it and it made no difference. So I think it's sort of like the product itself and, and uh, the manufacturer and what they're doing and sort of all those sorts of things. But um, mm. yeah, I've had some I've had, yeah. I've had some genuinely positive like, oh, yeah, I think that that has helped. And then the other stuff has just been like, I have absolutely I could I could drink this whole bottle and probably and, you know, and that's all, <laughs> yeah. but don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, some of it may be placebo, like, you know, when you if you kind of have a, a bedtime ritual where you like, OK, screens off, blah, 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 do the thing, blah, take yeah. the CBD or go to bed. And it, it, it if it works. It doesn't really matter that to me that yeah. it's a placebo yeah. that it works, right? I mean, it's just it could be quite an expensive placebo. But, oh my god, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean, I spoke to um, Tom Craggs, who you guys know um, from yeah. runners, you know, runs my coach and so on, and he was saying basically like sure if you've got the money go and go and try it to help mm. you sleep and everything but like there are so many things that we can mm. do to help our sleep that we don't do which is the whole kind of the the, the sleep hygiene thing with uh, screens and making sure there's nothing mm. in the room that you know noise, all that all that kind of stuff is like a kind of because sleep is the thing that is the most uh, that we can all of us can benefit from yeah. the most by sort of mm. you know tweaking it or whatever so there's it's like a kind of most marginal of marginal gains when we should all be working on the kind of the basics essentially uh, mine was always done very much in an experimental unfortunate position where someone had sent some in so i was i was yeah, yeah I had, right. it was for <laughs> yeah. free so i absolutely <laughs> had it much like everything else <laughs> yeah. it applies so um yeah but uh yeah, I, I didn't. I don't discredit it straight away for sure. I think, and that happens. Mm. That's, that no. happens quite a lot with the sort of yeah. snake oh, oil fad. world of yeah. s- supplementation. Yeah, I, I mean, what was really interesting talking to people about it was that sh- yeah, everyone was very keen to say we need to know a lot more about this. But compared to a lot of other things in which we could say the same, mm. it does seem genuinely incredibly interesting and promising what it does, and yeah. it is really safe. So from that point of yeah. view, it's you know there are a lot worse things you could take for sure. Do you get a sense, Kate, that it's a um, that kind of elite athletes are 
um, are taking CBD or do you think it's something that kind of exists mainly among you know, amateurs and maybe on Instagram, that kind yeah. of thing? <laughs> well, this is interesting because um, one of the problems of taking it from an elite athlete point of view is that if you have any contamination from THC, that will test as a, a your failure yeah. drugs test, basically. Okay. Um, and that's obviously a massive issue for elite athletes in a way that is just not for us. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we're talking about a tiny, 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 tiny trace of THC, not enough to, you know, probably do anything to you whatsoever, but enough to trigger a, a, a positive test. So that's a lot of elite athletes kind of might steer clear of it for that reason alone, not because they're not maybe interested in trying it out from a sort of lifestyle point of view. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so, and that the, the problem with that is that it's, there are lots of brands that are perhaps less um, stringent about making sure that mm. doesn't happen. Um, yeah. And so, so yeah, so I think there have been, I have seen elite athletes who have, who do take it as in America, certainly. Um, but, the, the sort of sports scientists I spoke to were like, I would say to elite athletes, like maybe wait a bit and see kind of when we can get sort of proper, cause it's not, um, it's not one of the, so, you know, um, informed sport are the people who test all like, you know, sort of yeah. gels and supplements yeah. and anything. So they, they, they test stuff. They, you know, they can test every batch. Um, and then the athlete can know that that is absolutely as, as, as clean as they can get mm. it to be but informed sport don't test cbd products right. at all um there are some labs that do and those labs are you know very you know good <laughs> uh sort of uh you know credible. fantastic cre- yeah. exactly that's yeah. what i was like it's not like credible yeah. things yeah. but mm. but it's not all kind of one body doing it all that yeah. may change okay. and if that changes that'll be probably be helpful to athletes and I, I do know looking at because i read about this or looked into it before I think that also like it's important that the plants that people are using to manufacture this stuff is, is there's a for it to be legally grown in the UK it has to have a, a 0.5 percentage THC like below 0.5 percentage THC as that plant. So it's not like people are yeah. going and buying like ridiculous weed and trying to then extract <laughs> CBD from it. No, it's it, the the plant yeah. itself is like a technically sort of it's like a can of shandy bass kind of kind of cbd plant <laughs> if you see what i mean like it's that sort of so I, I, you know but that still yeah. doesn't mean but it's not yeah. that regulated even that 0.5 percent is still the thing that, that yeah. would be enough to trigger yeah. a positive drugs test that's the problem yeah. it's not like a kind of massive addiction issue it's just that it would be a problem for elite athletes yeah yeah one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on same goes for your health care that's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And how closely is it regulated? Like, if if you were going to go out and buy some, can any could can anyone make it, or is it? Are there some brands that are better? So it's it, the the picture's changing in the UK. So we, uh, I think, when I think we were still in the EU, uh, we signed up to the Novel Foods Act which is sort of, I think was originally EU legislation, someone I'm sure will correct me on this, but um, but we're still sort of part of it. So, and uh, CBD got cl- classified as a novel food. It's basically kind of like a invented thing, essentially, that hasn't been regulated before because it's new. So as part of that, all CBD manufacturers have to submit their um, you know, for products and so on for approval. That that the deadline for that was quite recent. It's passed, and the whole process is being gone through. You're allowed to, as part of that, all brands are allowed to keep their stuff on the shelf until it's either pulled or, or approved. So it doesn't. Right. If it's on the shelf now, you can't necessarily. Certainly, by looking at it, you don't necessarily know. But that process should hopefully clean up a lot of, uh, you know, what the one of the sports scientists I spoke to referred to as the cowboys of the industry, mm. who perhaps don't, you know, care much about the purity of the product. They're just pushing it out. And there are so there are lots of, you know, really reputable brands who are definitely, you know, doing everything they can to make their product as pure as they can. So it's not that the, you know, there's lots of rubbish out there, but maybe for the next sort of year or so, I'm not quite sure when the, when the kind of deadline is, it, it's sort of worth checking. Um, and it's worth yeah. checking. If you're going to buy a, a brand, it's worth checking their website, seeing what they say about how their product is tested. Um, again, I mean, because I guess it's not just elite athletes, right? There's lots of people who might want to avoid any trace of THC for other reasons. Mm. Um, and, you know, they might want to just check the website and see how the product is tested. And they, you basically want them to have zero percent tolerance yeah. for, for THC rather than under 0. something yeah, percent. Maybe. Maybe it's yeah. got um, some in it. Who knows? Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe exactly. you do. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy. But it's interesting what you said about how it's grown, like to have, you know, different proportions of CBD mm. and THC. Because there was this amazing um, study that I read that basically if you if you uh, take marijuana, I think, as a as a whole entity, until a few decades ago, the stuff that you would take, the, the, the kind of balance of CBD and THC seem to do something in the brain that almost cancel right. each other out. So the sort of, um, it kind of was was sort of in balance. But because, um, you know, people, because of the drug trade and so on, pe- <laughs> yeah. because people, yes, because people, uh, they sort of started breeding strains of cannabis that had incredibly high THC compared mm. to CBD. And that's one of the reasons why it's stronger. Yeah is because of the, it's just that, it's not so even that it's just more THC, it's also that there's less CBD. So it's kind of, a, I, I find that quite interesting as a kind of, compared to the sort of, I don't know, the marijuana people might have been smoking in the 60s or something, it's actually really different. Can we talk about the pain relief properties? Because I remember oh, it's a few years ago when there were some headlines in the ultra running world and saying actually some of the pain relief uh, you can get from marijuana in, in, in states in the US where it was legal meant that it was kind of finding its way into ultra racist is there any evidence surrounding cbd and, and 
sort of pain relief because that does feel like it would be a very sort of runner specific um quality if it, if it was true yeah i think that one is really uh unproven um right it, it, part, part, partly because pain is incredibly difficult to study because mm. there's like you know sixteen thousand different types of pain and yeah. it's really hard to sort of uh, separate it from what the problem is and therefore so like um but what was uh, again the Australian researcher would say the trouble is if you if you study a big population of people who are having pain, you've then also got all the other drugs that they're on, all the mm. other interactions that that are taking place. So it's it's incredibly hard to study by itself as opposed to pain from a specific thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that one is really hard to say. It doesn't seem like there's strong evidence so far, but it is in, you know, as I say, it's kind of all in mice. So it's kind of, yeah. you know, making mice run ultra marathons and then testing them. I don't know. Yeah. Know yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, um, how about the, the, how about the muscle regeneration side of things? Yeah. That's so interesting. Cause that, again, that seems that's incredibly early research, but it's incredible what it seems to do in, in muscle regeneration. And that seems to be something that may even, not have to like we were talking about kind of through mm. the skin and stuff it may be that there's an effect there as well that it's sort of almost a possible topical thing that you could do um but again incredibly early sort of stages of it and the, another thing was sort of it's just interesting and sort of haven't mentioned is the dosage mm. thing um because that's something that hasn't really been studied because obviously when you're doing mice models or whatever that, that you know mice are <laughs> that big and you're going to give them a tiny mm. amount and then humans big uh and the dosage thing is interesting because some of the things you get over the counter have such a low mm. amount in them that it's hard to believe they would have any effect at all. Um, and then, but we seem to be able to safely go to quite a high dose. So you know when they all kind of when when this all kind of became headlines was obviously when a lot of chil- uh, cases of like children with severe epilepsy. Um, and then the parents were like trying to to get it to legalize so that these children could try incredibly high doses of CBD because that does seem to have a an amazing effect on on sort of severe mm. epilepsy. And the dose that dose is astronomically higher than anything you can possibly buy yeah. from the shops. But but it still seems to be pretty safe for a human being. So the, the range seems to be so big, and we haven't really worked out what it is that yeah. The, the, the different dosages might be for different applications I mean, whether it's sleep or pain or whatever every bottle that i've every bottle that i've had has basically been like regardless of like the the the, the actual uh volume within the product so you can get a thousand all the way to five thousand and it just says take x number of drops or uh this mm. you know one milliliter whenever you want it's not like paracetamol like four yeah. times a day it's literally <laughs> just like just have it whenever you want it yeah so it's really like that's it's so vague it's unreal it is but that's partly i think because they're not allowed to market it as a medicine so it's sort of like you know it's just a food Mm. additive or whatever um but no it's interesting isn't it i've got i think i've got some like because yeah that the it'll say something like 1500 milligram cbd um and then like some good, I mean, actually, this is a good example. This is like a pure sports one. And they they actually do say, this is how much there is mm. in the bottle. There are 600 drops in the bottle. So you can, if you want to work out what you're getting yeah. per drop. But a lot of them mm. don't do that. They just sort of say, this is what it is. And it's almost like, you know, you could you could be forgiven thinking that's how much there is in each drop. Because like if, when you buy, if you buy paracetamol yeah. or whatever, and it says 500 milligrams, it means per 
per yeah. capsule or whatever, yeah, whatever it is. It doesn't mean in the entire packet. Whereas CBD, is, it's, it's not done like that. It's done in this is how much there is in the entire bottle. So you have to do some mental maths to figure it out. I remember when we when we commissioned you for this, Kate. I thought this will probably end up being a bit of a roast of CBD. Like you'll find <laughs> that, that that it's got like very little going for it, and it's all a kind of bit of a snake oil thing. But having read your article, um, I think there's a kind of cautious optimism to it. I wonder yeah. if you were actually surprised by how how good CBD might be. Yes, totally, totally surprised. I, I mean, I kind of thought it would be the same. I thought there would be like, well, there are certain medical uses, like we talk about epilepsy and kids and stuff, and like it, you know, but. For the rest of us, it's just, you know, you might as well take turmeric yeah. or something. Yeah, know? right. I yeah. thought it would be like that, but it does seem, I mean, with all the provisors, I keep saying about how we need mm. to do more research and stuff, what research there is is so interesting. And it does, yeah. it's an incredible thing that there is this plant that seems to produce these things that interact with our brain in a way that like almost nothing else does. Yeah. Um, and I do think there's a huge amount of optimism. It may not be that the results are, the, the applications are what we currently think they might be, but there yeah. is clearly a huge amount to be learned about it and some really promising research. And I was also, I was really surprised by the, when I spoke to the sort of various doctors and sports scientists about it, how um, how, how soon they think we'll know a lot more. Because mm. I, I mean, I've written, you know, big sort of sciencey subjects before and uh, I wrote a piece for you guys a while ago about the brain. And I remember talking to a scientist about how soon do you think we'll know more about what goes in on mm. the brain on, in this area and so on. And he was like, oh, you know, maybe in 20 years when we've developed different imaging techniques and all the rest of it, you know, it's kind of that's that time scale. Yeah, yeah. But for this, you know, everyone I spoke to said, I think we're going to know a huge amount more in five years. Yeah. Um, and in 10, yeah, 10 exciting, years, it will yeah. be transformed. Yeah. So it's re- it does feel quite that feels quite soon, you know. Did, did yeah, you did, totally. did you totally. experience or uh, sort of notice as any stigma with it when you were like, researching it because of the association with marijuana and it's been a derivative of that? Did you was that sort of something that I mean, as from an athlete point of view, obviously there's a cautionary side to it, but was it more of a mm. you know absolutely would never do that because it's literally from a you know the cannabis plant. I didn't come across that, but I, I mean, I did still sort of see the bit of sort of giggly thing of like, oh, I'm going to get high on it. You know, that's sort of like, yeah, yeah. like no, you won't. <laughs> so a, a bit of that, I think. Um, not from people necessarily who are horrified <laughs> by the idea, to be honest. <laughs> it's quite a yeah. good idea. But, um, but no, I didn't see too much of that. Um, and I think, you know, partly it's because uh, the fact that it's now, I think, in sort of Boots and Holland and Barrett yeah. and, you know, all the yeah. kind of high street stores. I think that gives people a sort of, confidence that there isn't anything illicit yeah. about it um and that some of the brands who are sort of doing it well are, are you know they're, they're marketing it and showing it in a very sort of you know kind of clean yeah. way that makes it clear that it is not a kind of dodgy yeah, yeah. you know yeah. whereas i mean some of the kind of products are you know with a picture of a hemp on it in a sort of murky color yeah. and it's a bit like yeah it's kind of a very much <laughs> yeah, the yeah. sort of <laughs> image image that some brands are probably trying to get away from <laughs> And have you used it in your own routine running and will you carry on once this article's done? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm definitely like, as I say, because it's, as Ben says, you get sent it, <laughs> you don't have to pay for it. Um, you know, it is quite expensive. So I'm not sure I would go out and buy, you know, 60, 70 pounds yeah. bottle of it if I, if I ran out. But I have been trying it and I certainly haven't, you know, I don't know, maybe I've been sleeping a bit better recently anyway. It, it, is it related? I doubt it, but, you know, yeah, why yeah. not? Um, and I do like, I mean, it was like you're saying about the the muscle rubs and things. Like, 
obviously a lot of that is just self-massage it's just like it's good because you've got a knot in your calf and you <laughs> massage it and it's good that's going to help the fact that there's a balm as well may or may not be connected with that um but i do i do quite like the the one that i've got um from i think it's a pure sports one yeah I, I, i'm kind of enjoying using that so i'd certainly carry on with that cautious cautious optimism kate that's what we're going with that's yes. what we're going with yeah absolutely <laughs> well i mean it, but but there is like that undeniable science about like how the brain interacts with with you know um cannabinoids and mm. and sort of like that the, there's actually almost like receptors in the brain which are ideally matched mm. to them yes it's, it's extraordinary just, it, yeah yeah like that is undeniably why this is such an interesting product yeah yeah and it seems yeah. to be that and, and then that there's that, that whole kind of endocannabinoid system that we have and that sort of interaction but it's it seems like there's maybe other interactions going on that we haven't even started to sort of discover mm. as well uh, just been kind of hinted at in, in, in experiments so yeah there's so much to learn and, and as you say it's kind of it's incredible that there is this plant that produces this thing that just happens to match the receptors in our brain i mean it's like it's extraordinary okay thanks so much for uh, for your time coming on the runners world podcast to talk about um cbd i think yeah really fascinating subject and it sounds like we're kind of only at the tip of the iceberg as, as far as actually knowing mm. exactly what it does definitely yeah so that brings us to the end of this week's Run As Well podcast. A big thanks to our guest, Kate Carter, and to you, of course, for listening. If you are not a subscriber to the magazine, well, you are missing out on a whole heap of fun. So subscribe to three issues of Runner's World for just £5. Head to hearstmagazines.co.uk slash podcast to get this exclusive listener offer. You can listen to Runner's World UK podcast on Acast, iTunes and all your favourite podcast apps. Just search Runner's World UK and please do click subscribe. Thanks for listening and we'll see you again next week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.